us your pain. My pain. It runs deep. Share it with me. Welcome to the Doug Blue Show Episode 6, with your host, Doug Blue. On this episode I will cover all the UFC 215 action, Demetrius John, Air, Amanda Nunes vs Valentina Shevchenko for the women's bantamweight title. I was reporting on location in Edmonton for the event. I must say Edmonton is a lovely city. Likewise, we were given a stellar fight card worthy of this fantastic city of oil. Things really kicked off late Thursday night, when contender Ray Borg pulled out of the headline about with Demetrius Johnson due to illness. Demetrius was poised to break Anderson Silva's record for UFC title defenses. The cancellation put an already light pay-per-view card in dire straits. UFC president, and generally red person, Dana White, claimed that Amanda Nunes would never headline a card again. Oh well, shit happens. I spotted Dana Octagon's side, making jerk-off motions during every fight. He was none too happy with this event and didn't really give a shit to promote it much. Certainly not irrational CTE behavior from the company president. The replacement headliner, Nunes vs Shevchenko didn't exactly deliver either. We saw a very conservative Nunes do very little other than save her energy. What was she saving it for? Well, I am not quite sure. She didn't exactly empty the gas tank in round 5, instead opting for some lay and prey on top of Shevchenko. However, it was enough to earn Nunes a split decision victory. Personally I had Shevchenko winning rounds 2, 3, 4, and I could even make a case for round 5 despite the takedowns. Valentina was the busier fighter, landing clean counter strikes. Nunes won the fight, but did not do herself any favors as far as expanding her fanbase. She decided to go full T-Wood for this fight. Never go full T-Wood. A more impressive performance was Rafael Dos Anjos running through Neil Magny in the co-headliner. Dos Anjos took down the much taller Magny early on and finished him with an arm triangle choke, setting up a possible welterweight title shot with none other than T-Wood. I would like to see T-Wood perfect his minimalist fighting style, take it to the nth degree, where he is virtually a ghost in the octagon. Alright, let's move to the third bout of the main card, Henry Sahudo vs Wilson Hayes. Sahudo looked like a brand new fighter with a much improved striking technique. Joe Rogan compared his new style to Conor McGregor. Henry dominated Hayes and finished with a second round knockout. After the fight, coach John Kavanaugh immediately took to Twitter to take responsibility for Sahudo's victory. Hell, without Kavanaugh, MMA would not exist as we know it today. Such an enlightened man. I am sure Sahudo will be sending him a lovely fruit basket next week. The victory puts Henry back in the conversation as Demetrius Johnson's next challenger, especially with Ray Borg's uncertain future at flyweight. Okay, unfortunately I missed the second bout of the main card. Latifi vs Tyson Pedro. I was busy talking to an oil magnate in the crowd. He seemed genuinely interested in my idea to create a Dana White MOG pack for iPhone. Gregory I know you are listening it would be a smart investment. Hit me up. Moving on. 
Jeremy Stevens vs. Gilbert Melendez opened the main card and provided much needed violence. Stevens chewed up Gilbert's left leg for the duration of the fight. One must wonder how the referee let the fight continue when Melendez could hardly stand on his badly beaten leg. Nevertheless the fight went the distance with Stevens taking a dominant decision victory. At 35 years of age, Gilbert Melendez's future seems uncertain. He is well past his prime and as we know this is no octagon for old men. Speaking of violence, the Fox Sports 1 prelims brought it in spades. Let's start with Rick Glenn versus Gavin Tucker. Here, the Edmonton Commission of Death reared its ugly head once again. Tucker was beaten to a pulp in rounds 2 and 3. Yet the fight continued. The blood flowed like rivers. Tucker took a lot of unnecessary punishment for a young prospect. The Edmonton Commission has fully bought into Yamasaki's code, the ethical code of vengeance perfected by referee Mario Yamasaki, which allows one to put their opponent on the brink of death before a fight is stopped. To round this episode out, I want to say the new Reebok uniforms look wonderful Dawn. They are all spotted with a splatter design reminiscent of cum stains. Some speculate that Dana White personally had a hand in these new designs. With hundreds of fighters on the UFC roster, a night of Adderall needs to go a long way fam. At the end of the night, I spotted Dana White leaving the venue in his Escalade blasting face the pain. He looked red and content, but mostly red. Please join me next week for another episode of the Doug Blue Show. I will be reporting from Pittsburgh for Luke Rockhold vs. David Branch. Edmonton and Pittsburgh back to back. Dog, you are killing me. Until then, this is Doug Blue of the Doug Blue Show signing off. Good night.